Oh, that was nice. All right, we got Trace. Did, did you clap? I think yeah. it was so in sync that we only heard one clap. I think that's how, that's how much natural synergy there is. Okay. Yeah, the, right. the cam is on point. There is no doubting that. Wonderful. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to an episode of Talking Counter featuring myself, Chad Splooge, Birchall, and uh, alongside me uh, for the ride, as always, is Jason Moses O'Toole. Uh, this is a very, very serious announcement here before I announce our guest who's, uh, whose voice you've already heard. Uh, this is not a Counter-Strike podcast. This is a podcast today. Uh, about topics around Counter-Strike, the three of our lives uh, throughout the last couple of years, which will definitely involve Counter-Strike things, but the topic is definitely not about Counter-Strike. So without further ado, announcing our guest, uh, that's Trace Stundog Saranthus in the flesh. <laughs> hey, everybody. In the oh. flesh, in the voice. Sorry. Oh, that's all yeah. right. We're just going to have some editing for Jason to do. That's <laughs> yeah. all good. I like that's, it. I like that's it. It's a nice it little peak. Early. Keep me on my toes. Did it peak already? Damn. You just a little it. bit, man. Yeah. You're excited. Yeah, that's what it was. Anyway, yeah, thanks for having me. I know you guys have been doing this uh, pretty regularly to the point where I question your own sanity sometimes at events because, you're, oh, yeah, we got to go record this podcast. I'm like, okay. We like I, talking too much, Trace. I nah. think I think this podcast saved my sanity in Rio. At the, oh, we, really? At the uh, Yeah, well, yeah. You know, there were some dark times in Rio. Yeah, the, well, oh, let, that's let's right. dive into those. Let's dive into those. <laughs> let's not dive into the dark times. <laughs> But, but I haven't announced what we're here to, to talk about here today, but do you, do you think that's a good framing that I've given, right? This is, it's not a Counter-Strike podcast here today, but the three of us have uh, been heavily involved in Counter-Strike over the last decade that the, uh, the conversation will include stories around Counter-Strike, but not about Counter-Strike. I, hon I, I honestly have no idea what to expect out of this episode that I don't even know if that's a fair assessment. It sounds fair. Okay. It sounds fair, but I have uh, I have no clue where this one's going to go. Well, yeah, it seems like it's on the right special. path. On the right path? Okay. All right. Well, this is a holiday special, Trace. You're the, you are the first individual being involved in a Talking Counter holiday special. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we'll see how we'll see how cool this is. But today, what we are discussing and what the title of the episode, I think I think the title will be Talking Counter uh, holiday special, and then the name of the episode will be Molding About Bolding. Uh, because today I've brought uh, the, the three of us here together to discuss the topic which affects uh, an awful load uh, of men and, and some women uh, throughout their lives is, uh, is, is, is bolding. Malpatent boldness, it's got a whole bunch of different names. Uh, what is it? Alopecia of some variety. There's a bigger word in there before that. And uh, yeah, wanted to have a chat with the three of us and our experiences about this because, and the reason the reason I brought this up is, well, I am balding. Uh, I've got diffuse thinning, uh, and I also, when I have been going through the process of balding over the last couple of years, have been reading like the forums and stuff. And I don't know, maybe there's some trolls out there. There's a bunch of trolls on the HLTV forums, but there's kids on there, 16, 18, 21, talking about balding and their experiences with it, and um, it's kind of a it's kind of a thing that affects a lot of us. So I wanted to bring us gentlemen here together to kind of discuss our experiences with it and uh, go from there. Yeah, and the president of the club being Jason, we, uh, <laughs> we definitely had to... The inaugural member. Mm -hmm. well, look, Jason is, uh, is obviously the one of us who, who is, is the most obviously bold uh, and has had to forego a lot of, a lot of jokes at, at his unfortunate expense of something which he can't control. Um, and uh, since I've been... like. My, my story with, with balding, I guess, uh, I, I've been thinking about what I was going to say when we did this podcast. And I remember the first time that anybody ever said 
anything to me that I, my hair was thinning. And it was like one of my ex-girlfriends. And I thought she said it as oh, like a jab. Oh, no. Not like that, dude. No. But, oh. but like I, it, I suppose looking at it, it, the way she said it and like looking at it, I don't think it was a jab. But I, I, I think at the time I took it like it was a jab. Was but, she uh, your girlfriend at the time she said it or was she an ex-girlfriend at the time she said it? She was an ex-girlfriend. Oh. Is there a better way, Jason? Like, does it matter? I, I think if it was your <laughs> like, current it, girlfriend, you could take it as a jab. You know, but it you wasn't could, like a. You could take it, it as a friendly okay. barb. But if it, if it was an ex-girlfriend at the time, that that hurts. That's a that's a kidney punch. Yeah, yeah. and I I think I think when it but looking at it, it just factually, she was correct. Like this was back like uh, I guess it was end of 2019. I think yeah. So, but, but my hair was thinning. I just didn't realize it, right? Because it obviously had been happen happening over a, a couple of years and my hair had been getting thinner and thinner, but I, I hadn't noticed it, right? It's like, not like I sleep on the same pillow every night, so I didn't know if I was losing a lot of hair on the pillow or when I'm in a shower or whatever, you know, a couple strands of hair coming out. But my hair gradually over time uh, was, was thinning up until more recently where it's that's i've had that like longer style of hair but that's because i've been like i as i said diffuse thinning so my thinning's not just like at the crown it's not just at the the front like coming in with those peaks uh it's like all over the top section which is the section affected uh by the dht so dht should we i don't know how much we want to go into this for people well, before we go into it too deep trace can i get you to uh lower your Oh, level for auto transit yeah because it's catching yeah, yeah, yeah. chad's audio in your headphones because oh. i don't know you're blasting yeah. it apparently like a psychopath well maybe like, he really wants to hear what i'm saying yeah maybe it's very possible what is uh yeah. what is dht exactly chad what, what is so the reason we go bold right especially with male pattern boldness there's lots of reasons we go bold but uh the one that affects because i think it's like by age i was reading some statistics about this i wanted to somewhat be sensible about this I, i've lost where i had the statistics um but it's like where is it here uh by age 35 two-thirds of american men will have some degree of uh, appreciable hair loss Damn. uh but basically what it is is this chemical that gets produced uh dht which is what turns the hairs on your head like it stops them from growing back and they become like that become small little like baby hairs, like the tiny hairs that maybe you have on your forehead or, you know, like you, you'd have on areas of your body that sure. aren't covered, right? And basically that, that happens on the, the top section of your head. Uh, and uh, it can you can start balding in a bunch of different ways, right, that I was talking about. Like there's, there's more traditional ways. I think the diffuse balding, the one way that's mine gone has gone is uh, not one that I was very familiar with. So it's just I, the way I kind of picture it is, there's this massive forest and then someone's gone in and taken out like, you know, every every fifth tree and then someone's gone in and taken out every fucking third tree and then eventually like the forest, you can see through it, right? And that's kind of what was happening with my hair. And I don't think it was hugely noticeable, but you motherfuckers have had to put up with me like being freaking out about it for the last couple of years. <laughs> it really, really hit my uh, my confidence. It still, it still has hit my it's confidence. A, it's a confidence kicker, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Chad, I remember talking with you about this and, you know, we kind of came to some conclusions like, okay, there's some down lighting, there's this, there's that. Um, but you're right. Confidence comes into play 110%. Now, I think, interestingly enough, kicking it back to Jason about like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not even, I'm not even coming for the jabs. I'm just, I'm wondering, is like, you said inaugural, like, is that first guy that said, you know what? I'm bicking my head. Here we go. 
I'm shaving it all off. You don't have to worry about waking up and doing my hair anymore. Because I remember you having luscious locks, Jason. Yeah, like, some there's some pictures no on the internet. I had a good head of hair growing up, didn't I? Uh, yeah, it was. there was a lot of power in that hair. Actually, I think when I started, my hair started thinning is when I started getting worse at Counter-Strike. Pretty sure if I'd kept that head of hair, I could have been a professional player for at least another decade. That's where that's the, the GHR, the the good hair ratio that they're talking about. Still yeah, to this day. yeah, it really, it really, it really hurt every aspect of life. Um, but I mean, I I held on to it as long as possible. I like, I just started like buzzing it with like clippers for a little bit, got shorter and shorter, uh, and then my brother uh, had already been shaving his head at that point, and it kind of was like a glimpse into the future, you know, <laughs> of like. Uh, <laughs> this will, it's all going to be fine if you eventually just pull the trigger. Um, and then he just convinced me to do it one time, one time at a wedding, and, and then I, I haven't looked back. We have just been doing it ever since. It's liberating. It's nice. I, I can't imagine not doing it now. Yeah, what age was that? Famous though? last words right there convinced me to do it at a wedding. That would have been about 2012, 2012 okay. that I first like just straight up, maybe 13, that I just straight up like shaved my head. Straight. All right, that's so not not as long as ago as I I thought. So because no, I not this is before long. before I knew you. Yeah. Right. But I thought I thought it was would have like 2012. I for some strange reason I know it's a fucking decade ago, but it kind of feels like yesterday. It really does, especially when you think ways. about Jason in an elevate jersey. <laughs> was, there, was the there hair then or was there no hair then no. The uh, there no was hair. no hair there was no hair i was i was buzzing at that point it was when i was living in texas i think like halfway into my stint in texas i just started shaving it off completely but i mean i did i did all the other shit first i like i tried i went the rogaine route like in 2010 or 2011 and did that for a while to try and salvage the situation you know keep your head above water um and man it was a pain in the fucking ass it's like you have to like, there's, it's a like lot, this, yeah. there's like this foam you have to like put on like massage into your scalp and you have to do it like in the morning and at night. Uh, it smells like ass. It was just like a fucking process that you were supposed to adhere to. And I, I even even before I started shaving my head, I stopped doing it. I was like, it's not worth it. I'll just go bald. Like, I don't want to. That's Medoxidil. So I don't I want to make sure I make this very clear to the people Rogaine, as well, yeah. because there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be medical uh, information discussed today. None of this is advice and none of this is even close to being accurate. It's just from our experiences and, and what we've learned on our own journey here. Okay? Anecdotal it's, stories. Clear. it's just from Reddit. It's fine, but, guys. Yeah, that's a uh, Medoxidil, which is uh, one of the key like drugs to fighting hair loss. It's like that and uh, finasteride. Yeah, that's the that's the pill, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, so but the the pill has some like weird sh fucking side effects too, where it can like actually uh, like I don't know what it actually does, but it um, decreases uh, your sperm efficiency. I think it like can it's it can got lots of fuck side life. effects. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't you know. got to be careful with that. I mean, well, I don't know if anybody listening to this has got to be careful with that, but you definitely got to be careful. About that. <laughs> did, did you did you look into any of these here, Trace, like of of, of drugs or anything? Because like I looked into them and, and I'm just going to call them Finn and Min because I can't be fuck pronouncing those two yeah. every time correctly. But like when I read about the side effects of Finn that Jason's talking about, I was like, there's no way, right? Like I, I want to find some of them here for people. Um, more common chills, cold sweats, confusion, dizziness, faintness, or lightheaded. I know that the fucking internet doctors are the ones that put everything like worst case, right? And people reading it expecting worst case. But some of the things that we're talking about here is like, I think impotence was like one of them, right? And like, there were certain things like, uh, you can grow man boobs. I don't have the fucking official terminology, Moves. but there was all this Moves, stuff. Moves, dude. Moves, Jesus. I should probably do a better job of uh, highlighting some of these issues, really, if 
people are going to listen because the whole point of doing this is if there are like other you know men and women out there who are struggling with hair loss because this is the thing like jason you've just said you you know you started shaving your head you feel liberated by it all like there's other routes to go right now we're already talking about uh some of the some of the ways to treat it i don't know maybe let's should we should we i'm gonna try and well, be a, a hosty boy here I think like even treating it is is somewhat uh, not a short term solution, but they do warn you that if you stop taking it, it has other effects. It, I I think you're right though. People read the side effect list for like anything these days, and they just assume like, oh, I'm just gonna have diarrhea. It's guaranteed. Look, it says right here, side effect. Yeah, explosive yeah. diarrhea, impromptu explosive diarrhea. You guys get that in your crazy adverts as well, right? Where like all the American ads just like list all these wild side effects at the end. But let me get let me steer us back on track here for a second, right? So I kind of started in pretty hot and heavy, and we'll return to some of the things that we touched on before. But Jason, like you, you said you were you were, but this is where we we're in a safe space, guys. We're gonna get a little bit here. Uh, well, I I definitely were a little bit, you know, a little bit raw, a little bit tender uh, oh, with, with the with two that. of you and everybody at home, but. Like for you, Jason, you're saying you eventually shaved it off in like 2012 or something like that. But the lead up to that, like, is it one of these things that was bothering you on a regular basis? Like what, what kind of effect did it have on you when you were acknowledging that you were losing your hair or was it just kind of a, a, a side, a side issue? Uh, I, I think I had enough like uh, stupid, like personal confidence built up from having such a nice, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was good looking with like a full head of hair. Uh, so, I mean, I had wow. like some, some confidence built up uh, from that. It was back when I was, you know, skinnier as well. So there were, there was a whole <laughs> lot of things going on, but like it started what I think, uh, I think I had a girlfriend too, who just at the time in college, like didn't say like you're balding, but was like, oh, your, your widow's peak is uh, getting more and more pronounced, you know, like, nah. uh, uh, eloquently like nice. yeah, yeah. There was really like a, there was a layer of a, of a jab underneath the, the sweet way in which it was worded so it started there and then i mean it just gets less and, and it's hard too because when you have like the when you go for like the longer locks like it's way more apparent when when shit starts falling out and shit isn't filled in so it just eventually getting so pronounced that i had to cut it shorter and shorter and shorter and then i moved to buzzing it and yeah i mean it changes uh i don't know change like you just start looking completely different and it starts to just be a little paranoia in the back of your head so it takes a little bit of time to get used to it and kind of bounce back yeah, I guess I'll I'll add on to that because I think I personally started noticing uh, in combination with stress. Like I feel like stress is one of the big things that'll push uh, a lot of people over the edge. But the older you get, the harder it is for your body to deal with that. And I'm a firm believer that stress will kill people. Like it will kill you if you let it. Sure. So I think you know in combination with all of the stressors of the world, uh, you look at some of the years like 2020, for example. <laughs> And yeah, I don't think it's any surprise that hair starts disappearing. I think as well, I was looking uh, at at some, some obviously I've been looking at a lot of stuff to do with hair loss, but there was some stuff about uh, COVID and short-term hair loss, right? But if you're, if you're already balding, maybe it just accelerates that. I, I'm obviously speculating here, I have no idea. But if you're losing more hair and you're already balding, then it's going to accelerate the way that that, like, that balding looks. So I'm curious if that affected me because I know back in, like uh, 2020 when we were doing the online broadcast a lot, my I I thought my hair there, I really liked the way my hair looked there. And then just since that point, it's just been gradually becoming thinner and thinner. And it's one of these things where uh, you, what are you meant to do about it? Like you're talking about stress. Well, I can think of like a lot of contributing factors for us, especially during peak, like Counter-Strike, when we were doing like 300 days on the road type shit, we're traveling all the time, you know, it's a, it's a stressful oh, yeah. thing. Cause it's, it's a uh, result based or we're going uh, sleep. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Like there's a lot of irregularities there that it would be like being a flight attendant 
and trying to explain what is it, a circadian rhythm or something. Like yeah. th- there's a lot of things that get thrown out of whack by that that I don't think many of us put into perspective. But of course, we were all kind of young guns, right? Like sub 30, kind of living our best lives, eating Wagyu burgers, you know, <laughs> good stuff. We definitely weren't looking after ourselves as, as much as we probably no. should have. Or as, much as much as we now are nowadays. And, yeah, right. And I think like in that reflection, it's easy for that time to have gone by and we wouldn't notice these things that are happening to us, uh, you know, but but over this longer period of time, like now being able to tell it's going on. And that's why I started looking into it more. I remember when I was a kid and I was in high school and one of the teachers had this really bad coma. And I remember seeing that when I was, I don't know, I would have been like 14, 15, 16, just a fucking little shit, no idea about the world at all, you know? And I remember seeing that and I just think, man, if I if my hair ever got like that, I'd want to shave it off. Like I'd just shave my head. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to carry that around. I'm just going to shave it off. That looks fucking ridiculous. And then as I started to experience it myself and I could see like, oh, yeah, I have pretty harsh lighting in my home. It's like down lights everywhere. So if I stand in the mirror, then I'm just, I would just stand in the mirror at times and just look at like the patches of my scalp that were starting to become visible. And then I don't want to go to the hairdresser and get a haircut. Cause you know, what if I do it? How, how's it going to look? And it just, it like, it really affected my fucking confidence in a way. And I think the thing is that affected me like twofold is that I was too much of like a little scared. I was just scared to shave my head to see what it looked like. I think that I fucking hated that part. Well, like that part's cliff. That part's really nerve wracking. <laughs> it's making, making the leap from like, you know, buzzing your hair is easy to get into, but making the leap from like going from buzzing to like straight, fuck, straight baking it and, and going clean is, <laughs> is, that's a huge leap that you wouldn't expect. Now, Jason, as somebody that does that, I, I have a, you know, question cause obviously I haven't done that, but, uh, does ingrown hairs like at that point ever become something of a reality like you're bicking your head all the time uh, like is there a chance for that I, I i guess so i i have never had problems with it maybe like one or two here or there dude i'm like a samurai with that thing at this point i can shave my head in like less than five minutes and i'm out the door like it's it's yep. it's quick it's nuts you're um, still in the shower th- that's what happens when you wake no, up it's for your call time I don't like doing the shower. I have uh, out of necessity a couple times. I generally I like a mirror, a mirror in the. Well, you can also get like those mirrors to hang in the shower by like suction cup, but they always like fog up. Like I don't care how many say they're non-fogging. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just do it. I just do it at the sink. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I I don't know. Like I I remember I cut my hair pretty short once when I was like twenty one or something, and it wasn't like a buzz cut. I don't know. It was maybe like a. If it was a buzz, maybe it was like a number four or a number five. So it still had like a good amount of length to it, right? It wasn't like, I looked like a tennis ball, like a fuzzy tennis ball. It, it wasn't like you could see the shape of my head or anything. And that was one of the, the, the qualms that I had, right? Because I was worried about shaving my head. Like, I don't know what my head was going to look like. I thought that my entire identity would change when I looked in the mirror. Like I thought I wouldn't recognize the person I saw. But you don't, when, uh, you don't for a while. That's I don't know. Weird. I felt, I, when I did it, because I guess mine was under different circumstances. So this is the next part of the fun podcast here. Um, I, 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 we're jumping all over the joint, but fuck it. So we're talking about like reasons for balding. We're talking about treatments for balding. We're, well, another solution for balding is a fucking hair transplant, which is what I've just done, which I, we can get into in, in detail if people are down for that conversation. Um, but I did it just before having the hair transplant. So I'm sitting there like in the room and they're like fucking talking about my head and everything. And I could have done the whole thing without shaving my head and kept my hair and just kept like kept it at that long length and covered it all. And I wouldn't have had to shave. I told shaved. you, dude. I fucking told you. <laughs> but, but I didn't want to keep it. 
right? Okay. I mean, because it is nice to like restart it, right? You, know, like, you basically restart. That is assuming that everything grows back. Like you know, it's kind of promised. I love the jump. I love the jump off, right? The the fact that you get to the edge of the thing and you're there and you're bungee jumping. When I get to the edge, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm bungee. I'm here. And I'm doing it now. When I was in the plane and I had to skydive out, I know I had a guy in the back of me, but I was fucking ready. When I was in this thing and I was about to do something to try and give me more hair in the long run, like it's a fucking long time for your hair to grow back with a hair transplant. But I was just like, fuck it, let's do it. Because they, it was also going to be easier to look after my head, right? Because the thing is a hair transplant, it's bloody. Like they're fucking cutting into your head. They're taking hairs. They're re-implanting hairs. It's, it's scabby. It's itchy. And if I kept all that mop of hair, I don't know how I would have dealt with it. But back onto the shaving my head point, they shave my head for me in the, in the room, just buzz it off, just nice and quick. And a the mirror there, and I look at myself, and I just had a big smile on my face. And I, it's a smile of insanity. <laughs> no, the smile of like this isn't that bad. Like this this isn't this isn't what I built it up to be in my head. You know, I felt yeah. it felt like really liberating I, from that fact. It's like okay, I, I feel I don't care that I look like this. I also think we have to give a shout out to some of the the pioneers that really kind of paved the way. And I'm not talking about Jason. I'm talking about your guys like Johnny Sins who made it okay for say. <laughs> Like, you know, doctors or, you know, athletes or, you know, maybe it's the pool boy, whatever. You want to shave your head? This guy's paved the way for that to be attractive. But I think some people can definitely pull it off, right? And and I don't think, and I think that th this is the problem as well. I watched so much content on this. I watched a guy called, uh, he does a YouTube channel called Bold Cafe. And it's about people interviewing them about going through this, basically what we're doing right now, discussing their experience, when they shave their head, how it made them feel. Uh, the whole transformation that, that, that they, they have within themselves after they finally, you know, go, all right, fuck it, I'm getting rid of this, this shit. But, and a, one of the things they discuss on there is like, it's not about, it's not picking between what you look like with a full head of hair or being bald. It's what you look like while you're balding or being bald, right? Like that, that's the distinction that like, that, that once I heard that kind of a message, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, this makes sense. That's a good sense. way to look at it. Yeah, like sure. I'm not, I'm, but unless you do something drastic, like the hair transplant, like me, which is like, I, I'm also doing like a topical fin min solution on my head and shit and, and, and all of those kind of things to see what happens here. I can do, I did, when I was going through the hair loss stuff, I was looking for any solution I could find, right? I was going, while I was doing events in Germany, I went to like a hair loss clinic in Dusseldorf to find out like what I could do. I had different consultations with people and basically it's three things. It's uh, finasteride, it's midoxidil, or it's a hair transplant, right? You can do other things like PRP, which are when they take my blood, they, uh, they spin it in a fucking centrifuge and then they re-inject the plasma into your head. You can do like microneedling, so you can take all these vitamins, all this other stuff, but it's those three I mentioned that are the three that are actually going to have like some form of tangible results uh, if people want to hold on to their hair. But the, talking about this, like if I was if I was listening to this when I was a teenager, I'd be like, man, like why am I doing this for like it's like it's vanity reasons, right? But for me, I don't know. I just even though I just said well, before when I shaved my head, I felt like good. I was like, this is fine. I still want the choice of like if I can have hair or not have hair. It, it sucks to have like no choice. I don't think it's necessarily like a vanity. Oh, I mean, there's there's always an element of vanity into it, but also, I mean, you're on you're on broadcast, like television broadcast, and you personally have always had that kind of like wild hair sort. Not I don't branding probably isn't the right word, but you've always had that reputation for the wild hair. It's an association. I don't think branding's <clears throat> super far away from from what you're looking for there. But you're right, Chad. Uh, I have to say that 
having that treatment, the follicular unit extraction, I think it's called. The uh, FUA. Wow, that sounds super futuristic. That sounds like yeah. it would be on like the Magic School Bus episode. Yeah, The hair is. transplants are better these days, Jason. <laughs> the, the FUT is the old one. What they used to do is they used to take like a strip of skin across the back of your head. And from there, they would extract the hair follicles from. And then you'd have this like long scar. But the one Trace is talking about, they take it in like a random assortment of hairs from the donor area which is Individual like the back hair. yeah and then they re they transplant that into the top of your head now so that there's no like big strip or scar taken anymore so okay. yeah, we're making advancements i, I mean even, it gives yeah go on. but i was gonna say it gives like a, a lot of leeway for like a more natural look so to say but obviously the recovery or recovery the recovery time is still you know at least a year out and that's assuming that uh you know everything goes according to plan Personally, I, I've had it done as well. Like I'm not. I, I think there's a, a big not like omen, but there's a, a whole thing to be said about confidence and the way you feel and the way you present yourself and the way you carry yourself every day. For some people, they have a sort of link to their hair about that, and that makes sense. You know, chicks do it too. Like a lot of people, either like their hair, or maybe they want to be associated with the clothes they wear or something. To me, it's about being able to carry yourself in a way that gets the job, uh, excuse me, gets the job done. Yeah. yeah. It was, I, hit it, Jason. Well, I know, I know. I think I talked to you about this trace when you were considering it as well as like, I think I told you if I'd had like, uh, if, if some of these options had been available, like in, in 10 years ago, like that, I probably would have selected to go the hair transplant yeah. or the, the, the route. I mean, not only the options being better now, but financially, like I, it wasn't even an, an option for me to consider that kind of like kind of surgery, I guess. Well, but let me just say I that probably would have heavily considered because it. of Jason. The only reason I did it was because you said that to me in person. I, I wasn't going to throw you on the bus like that here, okay. but it's true. Perfect. So thank you, Jason. And now... It it was an interesting thing to hear, though, to be honest, because I remember you saying that to me, Jason. I remember hearing that, and it's like, well, if he's saying that as someone who who's, I think is a very handsome man, right, regardless of your hair or not, it's like, well, that's interesting, right? Like, because there's definitely been uh, evolutions in the technology in the 10 years' time yeah. span. Um, well, I mean, you yeah. touched on it as well. There's, like, that initial panic phase when like you realize that like you're you're really deep and committed down the balding path like and there's there's really not much you can do to stop it so like there's that i think initial panic phase when when you do look at i mean i i tried rogaine like i looked at all the solutions at the time as well that that were reasonable for my position in life but um I mean, if you can get, it's like you said too, like you even took the picture when they shaved your head and you had a big smile and you're like, oh, this isn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. And like, you eventually get to that point as well. But there is that, that first period where you're just like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, look, when I was in the army, like we, like, I remember just, I hate telling basic training stories, like boot camp stories. Get in there, baby. But it's good. But, you buzz your head there. That's perfect. Yeah, there is a pain. point where your identity is crushed. Your individual is crushed. And you're brought back from the bottom up, which, like I said, you know, shaving your head, sort of like, you know, Chad, you've had to do for this procedure or Jason chose to do a while ago. Um, there's an identity there, but also it is very liberating. I can imagine waking up and not giving a fuck yeah. what my hair looks like. And I yeah, think that's dude. a dub. It's nice. Aerodynamics. 
it's all it's all good stuff feeling of the breeze on your scalp you know i think the one the biggest thing you guys miss out on is the um it's the extreme hilarity and awkwardness when someone compliments you by saying you have a nicely shaped head <laughs> that, yeah like, where oh, do you go with that it's such an odd it's such an odd compliment oh, gee, to get thanks i've gotten it so many times that i i still to this day have no idea how to respond it's like Sweet. <laughs> cool. so, so, thanks. I was born with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess this is a compliment. <laughs> well, this is the thing. This is the other side of it, right? You're talking about the compliment, but obviously, like, the, one of the reasons I wanted to do this, one is uh, for my own to kind of get my, my thoughts out there and chat to you lads about it. The other is because I, you know, I, I think that, well, this is no secret. We're pretty male, uh, male heavy in terms of the viewership, right? So a lot of the people who watch Counter-Strike or play Counter-Strike are probably going to go through some form of bonding. I got the stats here now. I actually fucking, I found Ooh. what I was looking for. We've actually got them here. He's uh, research. This is the Australian ones. I looked at Australian and American. That shows I was trying to keep it on point for, for us. But uh, male pattern baldness is hair loss and thinning of the hair that affects the hairline and tops, uh, in brackets, crown of the head. Male pattern baldness is a very common condition affecting up to one in every two men over, the, uh, over 40 years of age male pattern baldness is usually hereditary genetic and in most cases it can't be prevented uh, there are a few medical treatments that can help manage male pattern baldness and reduce hair loss your doctor can advise whether they're right for you uh, and yeah so but there's a big industry behind this right like when i was looking into this there's all the different shampoos and all this kind of shit and people are asking questions of what they can do i think if you like live a healthy lifestyle and you know you're eating well and you're looking after yourself then you're obviously going to give yourself better chances but when it's hereditary like in my family it's i was your, trying to it's your mother's father right that passes on the gene well that's the thing i was going through my family everybody in my family kind of has pretty decent hair other than one of my uncles on my mom's side everybody else like has has hair like it's and it's not the same as like my kind of thinning so it that's it hit me like a bit of a truck because i didn't think it was in the family on either side everybody seemed to have hair so i thought that i, I was going to be cool uh, cool with it and uh yeah I, I i guess not so then i start going down the path of shampoos and vitamins and uh my girlfriend was fucking making rosemary water to put in my hair like an old <laughs> wives tale or some shit like you know and it it was um it was like a roller coaster there and when i read like the kids who are having issues with it obviously I'm, I don't want to sit here and promote that they should start taking some of these drugs. This is where going and talking to your doctor and getting the expert opinion is is key. But nice. if if there's things that that you can do, I wouldn't recommend anybody take a fin with the side effects, right? Like there's some of the side effects there. Uh, just I don't I don't want, especially as a young man, right? And this is the thing: losing your hair as a young man, like when that's you you're kind of learning who you are and your identity, and you're experiencing a bit more of the world and the opposite sex and all that fun stuff. Like imagine having these side effects happen because you're taking a drug because your hair's falling out. Decreased sex drive, trouble getting or keeping an erection, ejaculation disorder, increase in breast size and tenderness, and a skin rash. Bald bald isn't that bad. Bald isn't isn't worth that. Yeah, and all that's in one place, right? Like all of that is just centralized. Yeah, why are the side effects fucking penis related? Well, but this is the thing with this the, the drug, right? Because it's to do with the DHT that I was talking about, which is basically, I think I'm dumbing it right down here, but like an overproduction of testosterone. So that's why it's related to because it's a hormonal thing, uh, as far as I understand, which is not very very well. But the thing is, a lot of people take Finn, like a lot of people take it daily and don't have any side effects. This is obviously for the fucking one percent that do get side effects, and they could can be as miserable as that. But for me, hearing those side effects was enough to steer me clear. Um, but what I what I whack on my head now is uh, like this is 
yeah, it's like what you were talking about with Rogaine, Jason. It's just, it, it's not a foam or anything. It's just like a little fucking liquid. I rub it into my head. I got to do it twice a day. One one part of it, I is think that, it's the, Is that part of the surgery recovery or is that like a separate treatment that you're just covering all bases? My, my doctor said he wouldn't do the surgery unless I was willing to do something as one of these uh, medical methods as well, right? Okay. Like if I wasn't willing to, because- no matter what happens, he was saying that like, well, more hair is going to fall out unless you do these things, right? One of these things you have to try. So the one that I'm doing with the topical thing, because uh, now I don't know, once again, not a doctor, but apparently the the side effects are either much, much, much less to non-existent because it's it's topical. I'm not ingesting it and I'm not actually putting it into my uh, into my digestive tract. And I don't think the amount... Uh, is enough to be absorbed into the bloodstream and cause any issues. But I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. That's just kind of the way that I was advised and what I was was looking into with it. So I do that. Uh, and then the hair transplant where I did a shitload of grafts, man. Like, I don't know how many you had, Trace. I had 4,000 grafts, <laughs> which is, seems like a lot, right? And I was reading, because like, I had it done here in Malta, but because it's pretty close to Turkey and a lot of people go to Turkey, but some of the stuff I read about Turkey, some of them, they say it feels like a bit of a farm and the communication's not great. And I'm thinking if I'm having fucking surgery, I want to at least be able to talk yeah. to the people and I don't want to be like, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, just part of like a cattle crew and being farmed through and just, you know, just another patient. I wanted a bit of care and I, here it was great, right? The, it was very reasonably priced. Um, it was a one day procedure. It took like, I think like 10 hours. So it's a long day. And I didn't know what to, to I, like I looked into it and everything, but I didn't know what to expect. I asked the doctor beforehand, I was like, what is a, what's the pain? Like what type of pain am I gonna feel? And he was like a six out of 10. I was like, okay. And I did the whole procedure. The thing that hurt the most was getting the anesthetic injected yeah, into the head. so unbelievably painful. <laughs> wait, wait, uh, yeah, like a needle? Like a, yeah, like a local anesthetic? Like I had probably on mine for like when they take the hair out of the back of the head, I'm pretty sure I had some six to 12 local anesthetics in the back of my head before they even start on the front so yeah like, they do the back first yeah 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 but i found after they did the initial couple that the pain was pretty mild like that pain i, I don't know I, that pain for me it was it was okay so i don't know trace maybe they used a different method of doing the the anesthetic because i remember you telling me that it, it hurt and for me the the thing that hurt was by the end of it, I was impatient. I was like, can we hurry this shit up? Like I was, I just wanted to get out of there sitting in the chair the whole day. That 10 the hours first, is a long time. Yeah, the first half you're sitting there like face down while they harvest the hairs. And then the second half you're sitting there like, and you can't put the back of your head in anything because it's fucking bleeding. And then they're putting all the, the hairs into the top of your head. And for me, they used uh, the pen, the DHI thing. What did they do for you, Trace? Did they do the, the blade or did they use that pen? Uh, I'm pr well, you know, that's a good question. I was awake the whole time. Um, I didn't think, look at the device. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to like look up there and pay attention. Of course I did ask for, I mean, it was hurting, right? I was like, yeah. man, I, maybe I could just sleep through this whole thing. So I did ask for copious amounts of uh, <laughs> painkillers, painkillers. Like, you know what, whatever are we going to do to take the edge off this? Bring thing? that laughing gas over here. Yeah, for real. But unfortunately that's not a thing. I think, uh, they used not the scalpel, but it was some sort of like hook looking Sapphire. thing to open up. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Like a stone almost. So there was, I, this is the thing, I looked into it where, because you said FUE, so the FUE is the process of like the way they harvest it, and then the way that they like uh, put the hairs in the top, this is like, uh, they have like 
a scalpel, but there's like a sapphire blade is one way. And then the other way is like this DHI pen. So they load the hair follicles into the pen and they're almost like kind of just like injecting it into your head. So like in a pen, bang. And then he puts it down and the next guy loads the next thing and bang. And they just, that's the way they kind of lobbed it into my head. So Fuck, I watched sounds them. crazy. When well, I watched them about it. take it out. Well, I didn't watch them, so to say, but I watched them when they were done uh, with the extraction part before they started um, putting it into the front of my head and they'd ran it through PRP. Like they ran the oh, okay. hairs through it. So when they went back to put them in the front of the head, I had just been sitting there watching them sort through individual hair follicles. I only had like 2,500 graphs to your 4,000. So, yeah, right, right, right. You know, you, you put that into perspective. You had a fucking long day, pal. I think yep. I got there at about like 8.30, something like that, 8.45 till about 7 p.m. We stopped and ate Jimmy John's for lunch, of course. Oh, nice. Did they have anything for you that they were like, don't eat extra salty food and stuff afterwards? Uh, I don't think, I think they had it like a normal procedure where I wasn't supposed to eat before I came in or something like okay. that. Like they were normal, don't drink alcohol, obviously. But really, there was a lot of anticipation uh, I remember that very much. And that might have been a, one of the contributors to the, the pain I was feeling. Sure. So I was just excited. You know, I'm like, I did already, the appointment somehow just happened. Like, boom, happened magically. I'm on a flight. I'm going to Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. I'm up for a night. Wake up the next day. Go get the procedure. Come back the day after that. They do some cleaning of the area, like of the wound. Make sure everything looks hunky-dory. Give you this goofy-ass looking hat. And then you're back on an airplane to where the fuck you came from. Uh, but it's a, it's kind of exciting cause you don't really know what happens at the end of it. You know, you hope this works. You'd hate to think that you invested in yourself, uh, for it to not work out, but yeah. that's the realities of any procedure, I guess. Well, it's, we're doing cosmetic surgery here, essentially trace. Like we just, you know, we had yeah, our cheekbones no done or like, we, you know, and I feel that's, that's the reason why I mentioned before, Jason, I was like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a vanity thing because at the end of the day. I, I should be able to just fucking shave my head and walk around as a human being secure enough for my own skin. But like, the, I don't know. It's, it, it's not as easy as that. I wish it was. And then I know that some people listening to this are going to, and they're not having issues with this, or maybe they did have issues with this and they're just like, nah, fuck it. Like I don't need, Whoa. and that's cool. But I don't know for me, it was, a, it was a fucking problem. Like it really tanked my, my confidence. It fucking sucked. I think uh, there's a, a sense of uh, mortality that comes with yeah, getting old, man. Or like yeah. you develop a beer gut as you get older, like whatever the hell the case might be, like that mortality just starts starts to set in, and there's really no way to go around it. And then once you realize that's actually kind of what you're, you're not afraid of, but like that's actually what you're facing. Only then, when you go past that, you know, when you realize it's all a game, you know, we're all just playing. You live you you live alone, you die alone, tries. Yeah, fuck it, do it. Who cares? Yeah couple of couple of mottos out there um <laughs> that's an old school one yeah i think the, the hardest part is just taking the plunge to be honest with you like you you'll you'd be surprised i think at how quickly you would you would get over it it's just again it's that it's that decision to like just you're, you're you are just like jumping into the deep end there's no way around it you are just going to be like oh okay well now's the time just going to shave my head see how see how it, see how it goes and once once that happens it's kind of like yeah, there's some rebuilding of confidence and then I guess like especially like with just with, with your self-image and everything like that. But it comes pretty quick. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess maybe quick isn't the right word. I, I don't know. It probably took me like a year or two to like get a little bit of a little bit of confidence back. Yeah, I'll be that, honest. I think all this kicked off and I'll reference 2020 yet again because it's here we go. still rendering fam. Everyone's like, favorite year. I would say that 2020, in combination of everything that was going on, you know, had rioting. We had this 
don't know if you guys ever heard of it. It's like coronavirus. Uh, heard like something about these, it. That's the yeah, yeah, all these things going on. Like it, it really did amount to a well. Damn, this could very well be the end. Lo and behold, I'm stuck in the house playing games on land, doing nefarious activities with my friends in the yard. Like playing that, cricket. Yeah, like playing cricket. You know, it, it really this this isn't good. This this is not looking good. I I just. I'm having a look right now at just some of the, I don't know, man. It's, I, I guess they kind of go hand in hand for us, right? We're getting older and we also experienced that, uh, that weird shit, which was when we were locked away in a foreign country uh, when they were kicking us out of, have we, I guess we've discussed that. I think I discussed that with, with Trey. Surely it's not like amazing yeah. detail, but probably for the better. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like the long and the short of during COVID when we were stuck doing the road to Rio broadcast and stuff out of Cologne, like we couldn't travel or anything because that's when COVID first kicked off and hotels were closing down and they were kicking us out and Airbnb wasn't a thing and ESL hooked us up with a house and everything. It was Harry's it was, ant uh, farm broke in his room and all that, yeah. Yeah, and it was only a couple of years ago. But yeah, I, I guess that's like <laughs> the the conclusion of all the stress, right? Can, it all come... It kind of stopped us from going on the, the consistent circus that we were doing right going from event to event to event that kind of put things to a bit of a a bit of a slowdown whether we liked it or not and then this is where i guess all of our uh our, our, our roosters of our chickens have come home to roost our roosters yeah, can't that's come the home to roost <clears throat> no uh, but wait yeah, did the, we just did we just gloss over the fact that an ant farm broke in harry's room is that what i heard you say i think we did a piece <laughs> of content about it basically long story short is harry and my room in this house in this mega house were on the ground floor uh harry's was like on towards the garden and it's a combination of multiple things here you've got harry's truth you've got my truth and you've got the ant's truth and we'll never know one of the truths I, because wait, the I, ants I've, are now dead I, I just have one piece that i'm confused about was this an ant farm that was pre-installed in the house or did Harry no, no. bring his ant farm it wasn't a real him? ant farm <laughs> it was it was ants entering his room uh there were also okay. the flying variation of ants and look some of us will speculate it's because of like glasses of orange juice and soft drink left in the room sure. others others will say that the ants really just wanted a nicer place to be sure. uh but i used i used some bug spray i used some uh boiling hot water in a kettle which is something my grandma used to do uh to kill the ants and i fucking went after the ants and i protected harry uh, so yeah, do you guys true. do you guys remember this is a tangent but do you guys remember the fucking dallas event that we did right after right after australia oh, one year we, we flew in was it henry's room and henry passed <laughs> out yes i do and yes, his I bed do. due to jet lag but he left his like sliding door open to like the patio of the hotel room yeah. and they were I just he woke up and apparently like he had all the lights on he just said like the lap was swarmed with bugs <laughs> like insects all over the lights in the middle of the room he had to call down to the front desk and so, they had to like come fumigate it and he had to get moved <laughs> and it wasn't even just that he had his lights on in his room it's like the side of the hotel was this massive light lit up building right so all the bugs are there it was next to the highway as well wasn't it so it was just yeah, like so some like, dirty grungy uh, underpass that's yep. funny as fuck i think that could, Greer. i think that would only happen to henry of all people yeah there's been a few and harry around. apparently and harry and harry well henry was in the house as well so maybe henry brought the ants and left him with harry but True. either way but that was the the ant infestation but okay yeah i, I guess the, what the i was getting at with that was that it's a stressor you know like things yeah. like that build up even if in the time it doesn't feel as stressful because you're just you know for us we were trying to live our lives we were trying to go about, you know, doing the best job we could, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but then there's a, like a decompression period. And I think you start going through those stressors even then. 
the the one thing that I wish is like when if I had noticed it earlier because as I mentioned like the first time that I took any notice of it was an ex-girlfriend making a comment at the end of 2019 and I at that point like it was on my mind but I, I wasn't immediately acting if I had known I don't know at that time immediately that this is where my hair would be today or if I'd known like I don't know a year earlier or whatever that hey this is likely to happen or my hair is thinning because before that I really had no idea I would have probably taken some preventative measures like the same thing I'm doing now um, because I look I I looked at a lot of content right I looked at fucking uh, I mentioned the bold cafe guy who talks to people of getting the confidence to shave their head but then I also watched a lot from a guy called uh, Dr Gary Linkov who's like a he's ah, a plastic Dr. surgeon. Well, this is the thing. If people go to his YouTube channel, they're going to think, why the fuck is this guy talking about people losing their hair? Because he actually has uh, alopecia. So he has, he has no hair. He doesn't have any eyebrows. He doesn't have any hair, right? But he's a, he's a plastic surgeon. Um, and he talks about, like, he talks about uh, hair transplants and different plastic surgery that celebrities have had and stuff. And I'm looking at some of these things, like, I don't want to name and shame people, but I think everybody knows that Elon Musk has had a hair transplant, right? So... Um, I think the, he's. I think he's got bigger things to fry than you calling him out on a yeah, balding podcast. Yeah, Elon. I know you normally <laughs> listen to the talking counter, but like, just t- t- chill for me, Elon. Chill. I I think uh, I think that Elon looks fantastic with his head of hair right now. But if you look at yeah. the old picture of him that's on the internet without any hair, this is back like in the PayPal days. Uh, he had you know pretty progressed uh, thinning on the on the on the front of his head. And now he has a, a great head of hair and he's definitely had to have had some hair transplants and some some treatment. So it's possible to get your hair back. But one of the things is this isn't like openly discussed, the hair transplant side of things. And I think there's a couple of barriers. Obviously, one of them has been the cost. Uh, you mentioned that before, Jason. Um, that's a barrier to entry. And the other is like the pain associated with it or the idea that it's surgery and stuff and people not wanting to do that. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of talk about this because... People are going to see me soon. I'm going to do like a HLTV confirm soon with the way my hair is now. And it's starting to, to grow back a little bit, the, the hair that was buzzed off, right? The hair, the hair that was transplanted, uh, in the first month, it goes through shock loss where the hair that was transplanted will fall out. Uh, and then in the second and third month, it'll start to grow back slowly. Now, I'm still in the first month, so I don't really know how it comes after this. Trace, you, what, what um, month are you in? So let's see. It's December now. I had this done in August. Honestly, I had some hair uh, that was put in the front through the procedure. And I'm telling you from the moment it went in, it, it has just been there and it's just growing. Okay. So it hasn't like, fallen out. Wild. No, okay. well, I mean like this stuff didn't fall out. Some of them did. Some of them didn't. Um, it is just kind of varied. Apparently that can happen from time to time. It's just like... I guess the soil's good. I don't know. You got good soil. You got good topsoil. Soil nice. is good. <laughs> <laughs> the water's warm. Come on in. The water's yeah. warm. Yeah, okay. You guys because had some... That, uh, those were some gnarly pictures from, from you guys' post-op. Oh, right. Traces, like Traces was worse than, than Chad's, Yeah, sure. Traces was during the operation. None of mine were during okay. the operation. All right. well, Traces were sense, like, though. as his head was getting fucking but, well, worked I, on, man. I did take the video while we were doing the operation. I mean, we were having a good time in there, right? They were letting me pick music. I mean, I might have been given some volume in a combination with local anesthetics. Like, it was a good time. You know, um, and it's like the same group of four to five people that are rotating in and out of there playing with your hair follicles on the table. And I took one picture when they were done, done for the day. And it looks like some alien versus predator 
Like I, I have the most massive case of acne on the top of my head. All right, it's <laughs> like, fucking, it looks fucking it's rank. gross. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I, I didn't leave the house for like the first week or maybe more, right? Because like the scabs on the top of your head, you can't touch where the follicles have been implanted. So you just have to let the scabs kind of come off on their own. And so then you have a, to. This is a no hat situation as well. I would imagine. Oh no, it's a hat. It's a hat thing. Like I, I was definitely given a hat because the sun can mess it up too. You don't want it yeah. to. It's an open wound. You got to think about it like that. They gave yeah, yeah. me like a, a saline spray to yep. kind of keep it clean, keep the area clean. And eventually, yeah, like they're scabs. They dry up. They go away. It's so crazy with the saline spray. Like, let me, let me, uh, I don't know. Can I say what a doctor sent me in terms of the care? I guess I can, right? That's probably. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I guess. Uh, It's it's your medical information. That's true. Um, so they, they send you out like this aftercare type thing. Uh, where the fuck is it on WhatsApp web here? I've got hit the doctor on WhatsApp and I send, he asked me for pictures of my head so he can tell me how it's going. That's fucking service. If I've ever heard of, of service before uh docs here we go loading here we sorry gentlemen um so for, for the for days one to three after the procedure spray saline solution every one hour do not touch grafts allow to air dry take antibiotic Holy and shit. steroid with dinner healthy meals low salt intake no alcohol or smoking during this period that's for the recipient area which is the top of your head, the donor area. Clean with salt water and cotton. You can use a low pressure shower to remove the dried blood gently. Apply repair cream when area is clean and dry. Process to be repeated twice daily, uh, morning and night. That's for days one to three. And then days four to 14, which I've only just come out of recently, was spray saline solution every two hours. And then I had to like lather the shampoo in my hands, do a light foam and let it soak and then rinse that out with a fucking measuring jug because you couldn't wear your head in a shower. (laughs) Uh, and then keep applying this repair cream. So that's, I guess, to help the healing in the back of the head. And then after day 20, I think it is, which is coming up soon, I can go back to my normal lifestyle, it says here. So it's a fucking, it's a, it's a fucking thing. Like, it's well, not, you're this, not messing about. It takes some responsibility. I used the saline spray, like, when my head was itchy. Oh, it's so like itchy, bro. Needed to, needed to clean it off or whatever. Like, they want you to sleep upright as well. So that that How many days did flow. you do that for? What sleeping upright or yeah. spraying the uh, sitting upright? Sleeping upright. Well, you just like, sit in a couch, yeah. Jason. Just like yeah, if yeah. You're, like in a in you know you you like it's, a recliner. It's fucking almost. hard. It's not easy. Uh, I did that for about a week. I think okay, that's what yeah. I said. I made like eight or nine days. I think I just thought it would be the the longer you could keep it without touching the grafts, probably the better. That's that was my logic. I did it on the fifth of August. Which I only did it then because uh, I think we were going back for Pro League. Or maybe it wasn't Pro League. It was player break time though. Yeah, so it had to like... I, I needed that, that recovery time so that I didn't go in there looking like, you know, alien or whatever. And then also, <laughs> I don't really want to travel and be staying in hotels and touching, you know, this, that, or the other. Because if it gets infected, like, yeah, obviously, fucked, that's man. definitely not good. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that's one of the, that's if you need to be able to take a decent chunk of time off, and that's something that obviously we could get fortunate with at the moment because we don't have any events on. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I want to I want to circle back, and I I don't want to circle back at the same time. Are there any questions about the hair transplant, Jason, from someone who 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 hasn't had one? Uh, no. I think I think you've covered pretty much all the bases that I would that I would be curious about. Uh, there was one point. There was one point, and probably the worst point. If I'm probably, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the worst part of all of it. 
Okay. The worst I'm, part of all of it. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just going to say, I mean, you go on, obviously, but also I was just going to say you guys would probably have a better idea of like what questions you had going into it because I never even got this far into the research. For me, it was like, oh, it's X amount of dollars. Well, that's a dream. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Jason it, typed it and asked Jeeves. And then... <laughs> it's pretty. Re- I don't think it's reasonably priced in America. It's pretty reasonably. It was really reasonably priced in Malta. Yeah, nothing um, medically is reasonably priced in America. Let's be honest. Yeah, I thought well, I, I told you to go out to South Korea, plastic surgery capital of the world. It is strange when you first walk in there, and the you know the hair doctor. We'll just call him that. Like they they draw on your head with a sharpie. Yeah. Like yeah. They they take a picture of your head, and then they draw on that, and then they draw on your actual head. You know, it's like, wait a minute. So this is what my hairline gonna look like. You sure about this one? And you you gotta hope that they don't have some super ambitious way of like making your your hair into a helmet. And you look just ridiculous. Give you the permanent bowl cut. Permanent bowl cut, like hair halfway down the forehead. <laughs> well, like that's one thing as well. Like they talk about because the thing with me is my hairline hadn't gone, so I didn't need to get anything transplanted to bring the hairline back. I just needed to get. The, the forest feeling. analogy that I used earlier, I just needed yeah. to get some new trees the planted. Vegetation. Yeah, so I just, I just, they planted a couple of new trees and, uh, well, 4,000, I think it was yeah, like 3.8K. 4,000. <laughs> but quite a lot of fucking trees when you think about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like all in all, th- this, this whole experience, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to talk today with us because, again, I've mentioned this several times, but I never feel I've gotten the message through clearly, is... There's a lot of people at home who are probably going to experience this at some point, and there's a lot of different ways that you can deal with this, you know. And and I just I don't know. I don't like the idea that the hair transplants, the hair transplant I would say is is probably stigmatized. I think that there's a lot of people who, when they find out I got a hair transplant, might think you know that something a certain way of of me. But that's fine. Like I'm more worried about the way I feel about me and I, I kind of want to have the choice of, of how I look and I liked my hair and I would like to get back to something close to how my hair was and I think that's achievable uh, with with what I'm doing here and I hope I hope eventually that does go the way. And if I don't, now that I've shaved my head and I've seen what it's like, well, that could be an option for me as well. Um, These are the same people, Chad, that will go on there on Instagram though and they'll just, they'll like every BBL, you know, they'll love every... Plastic surgeon uh, or plastic surgery case—they'll just love that. But then you're right; there is that weird taboo stigma about you know a hair transplant. Quite frankly, I think there's several topics. You know, I know we just went through uh, November or NNN, as yeah, it's called, yeah. or Movember. Um, <laughs> I think there's a ton of different topics there. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. What topic do you want to go on with NNN? Should we start with the nutting? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say like NNN, that's like a whole thing. But there are several topics. Like I understand that as guys, we're supposed to be like the the manly ones. We're supposed to have the answers. We're supposed to be the lead. But at the same time, that's not reality when in a trickle down effect, we're not getting that information. It's like in high school, not being taught how to do your taxes. Well, that kind of sets you up for failure. Well, what if you're not taught how to do a tie properly? kind of maybe set you up for failure. I didn't even know what a fucking pocket square was before I started doing esports. Let's put it into perspective there. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah, which shows the lifestyles we were living before that, doesn't it? Uh, I, I, th- I think the the hair transplant itself, I mean, I, 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 I guess I wouldn't know, but I would say I don't think the transplant itself is all that stigmatized outside of it just being an extension of balding just being such like a weird 
topic to get into, you know, like you say transplant, like as a word too, I feel like a lot of people think that, Oh, you got hair from somebody else's head. No, this is my hair from the back of my head on the front of my head. So it is weird around, but it's weird for people because they don't even understand, right? Like the, with, because balding, first of all, and Jason knows this better than all of anybody out there in the fucking counter-strike world. And I think it's fucked. And I want to apologize to Jason for all the jokes that people (laughs) made at his fucking extent. I've done it several times. I just have gone, Jason, I'm so sorry that people make jokes (laughs) about your bald because it's fucked, man. Like it's something that gets thrown around as like an insult. It's like, oh, you're fucking balding. Yeah, something that I can't control that my body's producing a hormone that strangely enough literally only affects the top of my head and doesn't affect the back and the sides. So that, the, the, and then that goes into what Trace was talking about, the donor area, which is the back and the sides of your head where the DHT doesn't fucking affect the hairs there. Why doesn't the fucking DHT affect the hairs there? I don't fucking know. It's this. It's all crazy though, but you look into this and you look into why you're bald and the fact that there's not a whole lot you can do about it and then you can find out what the legitimate options for you are which i think is key right and i don't want to sit on a soapbox here and say to people yeah look if you're struggling with it you should shave your head you're going to feel much better because i didn't do that i only shaved my head because it was going to be easier for me to keep to take care of my fucking hair transplant so for me i didn't even do it in the in the brave way of doing it before making a decision i'd already made my decision um but i think here opposite of what i was told i was told don't shave your head by the doctor's office or whatever like don't Ooh, really we've got a we've got a little comparison out to see which strategy works better well i think the idea there is like it's it's easier to extract individual hairs like yeah some of them might break in the middle but it's easier to to pull this that and the other and to be honest i'm kind of glad i didn't shave my head i was really on the fence about it chad i'm not gonna lie to you i i really kind of went through the motions of well hell why can't i have a, a reformatted computer too you know <laughs> yeah yeah, well, now we can't shave our head for like a period of time, right? I think there's like several months that we can't like buzz buzz our head. So oh, it's not happening. Just have to let it dog. grow. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how much is going to be grown back by the time like Katowice is around or whatever or how it's going to look. It's probably going to look terrible. But that that's the thing. I, I, I There's nothing I can do. My job is on camera doing Counter-Strike stuff. So people are, are going to see me, um, which I guess is another reason that played into making this decision, right? But yeah, I don't know. Like maybe in hindsight, I should have kept my hair. But it felt it felt felt weirdly like freeing in that moment to do it, and I it, it kind of changed my whole demeanor for the surgery. Took like, the fear away. Like, yeah, it, in a way. And then the surgery was just like, well, I guess I'm doing this now. And then I just I just kind of did it. But yeah, I I hope that that people look into these different, you know, if they, if they are struggling with it into the different options or if, if they're worried about it, like shaving, shaving their head. Cause I guess for you, Jason, you had a, a role model of an older brother. Is you, is your dad bald? Uh, no, my, no, he's not funnily enough. Okay. Uh-huh. My, my grandfather was, and I have, I have uncles who are, you know, it's funny. It's not just the family. If you, uh, Trace knows this, if you, if you, if you come to Grand Rapids and like at the wedding, all the pictures of all my friends from like high school growing up, all of whom had full heads of hair growing up, like the five closest friends that, that I have from back home are all bald. <laughs> like we oh, all, yeah? we, and now, <laughs> just for whatever just to reason. Clarify, Jason is from Michigan. And as we've heard about the water. Yeah, there might be know, something in the water up here. But no, that was a pretty strange thing having visited Jason's hometown. And then I was like, wait a minute, what the hell's going on? Around Why am I house? only hanging out with bald people? <laughs> wait a minute. What no, kind, Jason, what kind of friend group do you surround? I know it is absolutely, <laughs> exactly. It is absolutely hilarious. Um, 
but yeah, no, it, it runs in the family, and it was nice having uh, my older brother who who shaved his head first because it was kind of like I don't know that that's kind of what took the fear away, I guess, uh, for me um, with seeing him. Because well, I mean, the the reason why I actually don't never really got super bothered uh, by all the random bald jokes, although I get I don't I don't get frustrated with the jokes themselves so much. I get frustrated at times when like I'm on an analyst desk, like making a point or like disagreeing with someone. And their rebuttal is a bald joke because then it's just like, well, you can't fucking say anything to that, right? Like that just shuts down the conversation. It's an easy laugh from the crowd, easy, easy laugh of the audience in Twitch chat. And then you're just like, okay, well, well yeah, I guess so. But, you know, just completely derail everything. Yeah. And you can't, expense. you can't, you can't respond to it. And then it also just takes all the attention away off any like realistic point you were trying to make. That's the only time it ever really frustrated me. But I mean, I was also the guy like teasing my brother when he was kind of going bald and, and buzzing his head and like. I, I think it's almost like a little rite of passage where you make a couple jokes because you feel like it's never going to happen to you. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like, holy shit, this is uh, things are things are thinner than it used to be. Things are happening. I mean, 30 years happens fast, man. And I don't know what the statistics say for people going uh, once they start losing their hair. I don't know what the statistics say for for ages and like what's the most common one. But. I'd say around that 30, 35, 40 mark, you're starting to figure out life. You're starting to figure out the way you want to live and do things. And then ultimately, boom, you're hit with that reality check, that that mortality check that is, uh, hey, I'm balding. You know, I can't eat two Papa John's pizzas large anymore on a Friday night and go about it the next day playing paintball. Like, that's just not, everything starts to slow down. I'd like um, some Papa John's. Yeah. Men's, men's health, not just mental. You know, I think overall, that's a, a conversation that, should be had more and more often. Yeah, see, that, this is one of the things, and you guys have known me now for a decent chunk of time. I'm always the guy who seems to, I, I seem to wear my heart on my sleeve and I always talk about like anything that's troubling me. I'm like, I'm very open with those things. I feel like, unfortunately for you guys, you're all just like therapists and I'm just putting my shit out there in the world. But it's always been supernatural for me just to talk about shit that's on my mind or bothering me as opposed to like keeping it inside. But I know that there's a lot of people who don't know how to express themselves or talk about things. And there are certain conversations that I struggle to have. Like I feel if it's like a confrontation with someone and it, well, it, it, it's not a fight or anything, but it's like I know that I'm going to breach a topic that could be like a touchy topic. I, I struggle with stuff like that. But talking about my own bullshit on the inside, I think that's something that I've always just done but maybe that's a mechanism we're not doing a full therapy session now. i'm not fucking doing it. I'm not, well, not, I'm not. not a mechanism but you're right like you're right like not everybody knows how to express themselves and moreover talk about you know out of, out, whether it's out of pride or out of like a self-defense mechanism like they just don't know how to approach it or or seek out help like people don't obviously want to talk about certain things balding is not the biggest of issues when getting older but it's definitely something that'll linger. It's definitely something that'll stick to you. you. Talk about wearing your heart on a sleeve or even if you wear your hair in a spike. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, these are <laughs> things that'll come into play eventually. Oh, dear. I just read I just read this, gentlemen, by the way. Male pattern boldness is very common among Caucasian men. It affects about one in five men in their 20s, one in three men in their 30s. So where all of us are in our 30s and we're all affected by it. I was hitting my 20s, late 20s. Okay, so Jason was the one in five in the 20s. Uh, nearly <laughs> one in two, uh, yeah, one in every two men in their 40s. Other population groups, for example, Japanese and Chinese men are generally less affected. If affected, men in these groups may experience a milder and more, and more general pattern of hair thinning or loss. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a bitch, isn't it? 
some of these things you just don't you just don't like read it just it just says it's just stated it's a fact it's just a matter of fact this is the fact you're fucked that's what it says basically <laughs> at some point in your says. life you you will be fucked by this maybe i should have been a ginger my dad's a ginger he, he's he says fucking fine man is he really I don't, I would yeah. you rather be a ginger with hair or bald i don't know i apparently i don't want to be bald that's why i got this fucking hair transplant true I, uh, yeah man uh, all right all right Give well a we, bald ginger that's that's true too though i'm sure some of those exist as well but, um, well, you know, the next question when it comes to balding too is is how do you how do you wear it? You know, do you go for the beard look? Do you go for fully clean shaven, no hair above the true. above the above the shoulders? You know, it brings in a whole different equation. Yeah, but that's you the, got options, right, Jason? You've been growing your beard in and out. Like I've seen you've clean shaven sometimes, and you'd had a full beard the day before. Like, what the hell happened overnight, but man? You like, I lose you know. like ten years when I go full blown clean shaven. <laughs> right. I, well, I wasn't going to tell you that. I didn't want to get you that. <laughs> no, no pun it, intended. But it actually, it actually does. It is. I don't know. I've never really enjoyed. I don't. I don't really like having a beard, and I don't really enjoy being like clean shaven at all times. So I usually go with like the stubble look. Okay. But the, the clean shaven head and the clean shaven face is is kind of weird to me. Do you have I, them I, use the bar at the barber? Sorry, Chad. No, uh, you're right. At the barber, do you have them use a straight razor ever on your head, or is that? I have. I have thing? once, and it wasn't worth it. Uh, I did it once for like a friend's wedding when they like friend like booked a, a barber to like trim everyone's beards or give them like a quick haircut for all the groomsmen. And I was I didn't have a beard at the time, you know, but I was shaving my head, so I had them just straight razor to the scalp, and uh, it's not. It's not worth it. It's just like a long experience, and it, I don't even think it actually shaves closer than like a traditional like handheld. Like I use like a Mach three. Um, shout out to Gillette. I'll take a sponsorship whenever. Um, the best a man can get. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it did. Like it's still. I don't know. It just didn't shave it as smooth as I would have expected, and certainly not to make it worth it to go back. I also, I feel like with the straight razor too, like I know I trust the barbers and everything, but that just feels like there's more opportunities to, to cut your head when he's just, yeah. like, it's not exactly an easy contour. Actually, funnily enough, some of the razors that work best for shaving your head are like the women's razors that are like designed to go around like the contours of like legs and armpits. Contour, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They work really, really well for, for shaving your head. There's an overlap of the technology here. Yeah, exactly. The, what, the bald what men about- and the women can unite. What about the Larry David? Jesus Christ, Jason. Do you reckon anyone can can pull off the Larry David? Because that's Larry the thing. David Some can. people, yeah, but that's but you you can if you do it right, you could do it. But I get Larry David's obviously a very unique individual here. But yeah, I think you have to have some other like Larry David has the funny thing going for him, right? Like true, you got to have true. some other some other aspect that you're bringing to the table. You can't just have the fucking Larry David horseshoe kind of kind of look going on. Yeah, but you know, Larry David is a great example of the differences in the genetics of our hair, right? The genetic coding, right? We talk about this hair transplant, but when you look at Larry David, you'd notice very easily that that U shape at the top of his head that was the first to go, and then around the sides. That ain't gone nowhere, has it? Yeah. And that's why they pull the hair from the sides and the back of the head for the procedure we were talking about. Bang. And it's long and wispy, too. He really does pull off a unique, unique look. He yeah. pulls off that, like, Half-Life 1 scientist at the beginning when you get off the, sure. the, uh, the little tram. Yeah, the tram. I'm really not looking forward to how my hair is going to grow back in at all. I think that's probably going to be the worst time. So basically the next six months is going to be the worst time of my hair growing back. I'm just real curious about the your, you know, the speed. I know Tra- is yours you grown back entirely, like Trace? 
Uh, I mean, I've got... Uh, it's still itchy, and I've got hair poking through. Noticeably. You did, you did, you did Rio after all this, obviously. So I mean, no one. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah, notice anything. I mean, so I mean, it's all good. But also, I started combing my hair a little differently, right? Like it's a okay. little easier when you don't shave your head or go for like a buzz cut, because then you can like hide all of that to a degree. And again, you just just a waiting game. So, now, I think most people in my family have had thicker, darker hair. But for whatever reason, maybe it's just the years of travel. Hell, maybe some of the college was in there. But nonetheless, it all came together like it did. And uh, I think as time goes on, I'm interested to see how the results come together. Now, you guys, yeah, it, weren't, you guys weren't thinning enough to like get um, the, uh, the, the abuse of the Counter-Strike community and viewers, were you? I'd get comments. Like, it'd be pretty rare. Like, like people, oh, hey, it's going, man. Yeah, people like in like HTV confirmed while we we're doing it would say something or you know there'd be an odd comment here or there in like a, a piece of content, right? Um, which just like any comment, right? The negative one will always. But it, it, I guess it, it, it's not a negative comment. I guess they're just kind of pointing out the reality of it all. But I'm curious if like those people, because this is something that I noticed when I started to lose my hair. I noticed everybody around me who was losing their hair, right? Like, because okay. I was looking at it so much and I was able to go, oh, okay, yeah, this guy's hair's thinning or this guy's got a bald spot coming through or this, that, and the other. Um, and I just am curious if, like, the people who who said something about it are also either people who have gone bald like and shaved their head or are experiencing balding. Because, look, if I parted my hair in a certain way or whatever, you could, you could probably see more scalp than other ways. But, like, I look at one of the more recent pictures on my Instagram of when we were just in Rio. Like, I, have a sh- I had a shitload of hair on my head. Like I had a lot of hair and it wasn't like a full fucking comb over or anything crazy. It's just like, you know, that I was wearing it forward like that because it just covered the, it had better coverage, right? That was, that was why. And it just looked, you know, it looks silly. I'd prefer to cut my hair otherwise, but um, yeah. So I got a couple of comments, but nothing, nothing crazy. Whereas now, like now I'm definitely going to get comments, but uh, sure. that's, that's just the way it goes. Right. But I had a guy tweet at me in Rio about, uh, did I get my hair cut at sports clips? before <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a low-key banger insult <laughs> it's pretty good yeah. like yo did you go to fucking sports clips for there or like what's up so naturally i hit it in with like a you know your mom gives a good buzz type thing. like i had to respond a little bit we, we started dming after we're cool but <laughs> we're cool me and this you know guy. <laughs> I, I don't like to just go back out lash back out but that guy i blew air through my nose i got a good chuckle out of that one dude i take i take the swordfish angle where you know where swordfish angle you ever see that movie swordfish with john travolta uh i have yeah actually. yeah with halle berry in it right yeah yeah at, at the end he's he's like well i mean this is a bit edgy but he's like you you hijack an airplane we blow up an airport like you know you hit me once i'm gonna send the knockout punch next like that's that's usually my plan of attack is take oh, it like retaliatory is yeah i take it like 10 lever 10 10 levels higher than someone came in with and and usually that ends things like always fire with a response. It's know. also why I never respond to those things. I know I'm going to say something wildly inappropriate. <laughs> My favorite though, I, I, I every once in a while just get on Twitter and like some just random account that doesn't even follow me. That's only doing like skin giveaways and counter strike will just like tweet at me and just say bald. <laughs> right. And like, that's what it. Just one, just one people, word, man. Just a random bald. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah. But okay, they, I mean, no. you're getting that social media traction, Jason. And uh, yeah, that's what's important. Somebody went out of their way to type your name in somewhere. To increase my interactions. 
Yeah, dude, good for you. I'm happy for you, man. Thanks, dude. mate. Look at the, look at the thing I linked, boys. I don't I don't want to just be throwing all these celebrities' names out there, but like scroll down here and look at some some of these blokes, right? Like, the, there's a rapper here a little bit further down the page. Like, have a, have a look at him and like Matt the, Damon. Well, yeah, I, but the thing is, not all of these people had had hair transplants. But for example, the Machine Gun Kelly one from before to after is fucking insane. If you look at Adam Levine, is that a what the hell? Well, even right? like I, I think Bradley Cooper's the one you've linked here is is more realistic as to how it started to go on my end at least. But you're right, Elon Musk is just come on, man. Yeah, and this is the thing, right? Like all of these these people have done something about their their hair loss, right? And it's but it it never really gets spoken about. So I guess we just everyone's just. I don't know. Do people just assume it doesn't happen? Or maybe people don't do podcasts and talk about it for over an hour. Maybe that's the difference. Uh, yeah. I feel like people don't buy... Uh, it's just maybe no really one cares. known about it. That too. No, I think, again, a long, for a long time, like especially in the fucking 90s, like business culture in America was like so many businessmen and like salespeople are getting like hair transplants just because... It's like it was like a sign of the strength and masculinity, you know, to have that like head of hair and was super important for their image and, and their position within a company. And they felt it was super critical for their ability to move up through corporate America. At least that's the way it was uh, over here in a lot of in a lot of cases. Um, and I think it's just always been kind of like, I don't like it, not fully taboo, but like just one of those things you don't really talk about because it's just like an uncomfortable conversation, I guess. Mm yeah we're breaking yeah. the stigma is what i'm saying well, is we're, we're pioneering this well that's what i was trying that's that's part of why we're here i was hoping yeah maybe it'll backfire maybe i don't it know will. maybe it well, could i was all thinking about backfire. the ramifications of what happens like what could negatively go wrong about us talking about hair transplants on here that we may or may not have had that we definitely admitted to having already uh i don't know like i think the thing is we live a lot of our life like through what we do Right, because we're not really acting; we're just being ourselves, which is kind of puts who we are through what we do and a lot of the interactions that we're we're having. Um, I don't think the the only thing is like we're just we're notifying it to a larger audience, and there was probably a smaller audience who would have noticed something and said something, but and maybe now we've amplified that audience. But I'm I'm hoping that the positive side is that stigma that we were talking about that Jason's bringing up here for people who are experiencing going through balding and, and maybe having these thoughts can listen to some of the things that we've said here today, relate to them and know that, you know, this is a feeling that, uh, that apparently a lot of, a lot of men and some women do experience in their lifetime. And they're not alone in that regard, which yeah, if, if that's the positive message we get out there, that's, that's pretty good. Here's a question through all your, uh, your searches for a solution, uh, for a magical head of hair. Did you ever, even for a moment, consider, a toupee no n not even for a second <laughs> not even for not even for a millisecond i bet toupee technology has come a long way over the years I bet it has well, because i started videos. getting the ads for them okay I've so they're seen like the videos of it they're like called like hair systems or something hair they, systems. they don't call them toupees yeah they like or uh, they install like a rig on your head nowadays or some shit don't they or not not like an actual rig but there's like a foundational element to attaching the toupee yeah it's like yeah. headgear with braces same thing <laughs> I've seen the things where they like uh, apply it or put it like an adhesive almost to hair on your skin. I don't know. Like, I don't think I could see myself doing a toupee, but obviously I didn't see myself getting a hair transplant either. So really, if I would have gone that far down the rabbit hole, 
No, no I, I didn't think any of you would ever actually reasonably even think of that road because why I'd why feel too you? restricted by it. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to swim. It would just be too obvious, I think. I wonder. I, mean, I wonder. I, certainly nowadays they've got the taxi. You can swim in a toupee. Probably. I don't know. I didn't look that far. Yeah. I I know that uh, apparently there was like some conspiracy going around that uh, Harry, Harry Styles was losing his hair and he had a toupee. This was like a whole TikTok thing I heard. And I, I really do mean I heard because I don't fucking I don't use the TikTok. Um, you don't take or talk. No, nah, there's no there's mm-hmm. no ticking or talking. But they're, they're going out like this. This is it's definitely like again back we, we've we've so we've we've been here a million times. Bowling's not something that we can control, right? It's it's genetics. It's it's going to happen. There's definitely things that we can do to to try and combat it, which is what we're doing now. There's things you can try to do to slow it. You things you can do to try and help it, but at the end of the day, if it, if the cunt if the cunt decides that your hair's gonna fall out, your fucking hair's gonna fall out, and that's that's it. That's sad. And you, they, I think you're right there, Trace. It also comes with us getting older because now we're we're all in our thirties now. What are you? You and I, are 33 this year. Well, we turned 33 this year. I'm already 33. Yeah. So we're we're getting on, and this is, I guess, we're 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 aging throughout Counter Strike gracefully. Yeah. There's there's plenty of ways to look at it, but at the end of the day, you just have to be. Uh... You know, there, there's different remedies, so to say. You could go about, like, the the hair fibers and the spray stuff. And, like, all oh, that's great. But eventually, you'll want more. Like, you'll realize that, like, it's not doing the same tricks that it used to do. And then you'll find yourself getting PRP, FUE, FUCK, like, all these things. It's true. But, all right. All right. Well, let's. I think we're, we've done a we've done a great little holiday special. Uh, yeah. Just be yeah. nice to your friends and the people around you that you notice are, are balding. Don't make those little jabs. Hold that one back. And stop know? tweeting mean shit at Jason. Put it in your pocket. You don't need to. You don't need to put that out into the world. Yeah. Be nice, man. Just be nice. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me on this conversation. Uh, that's been uh, talking the holiday counter, special. Holiday special. Uh, molding about balding edition. Merry Christmas, y'all. Also, fuck Santa. Oh, wait, we're stopping recording.